Falling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. Morning. Hey. You sleep all right? No. You? Say no, Phil. Of course no. I missed you up there. Last night, I know I got kind of carried no, away. No, you don't need to apologize. I don't think that I was apologizing. You were right to be mad. Sometimes I just feel like I have to scream to let you know how upset I am, but you get it now, right? I do not. No idea whatsoever. Oh, if I knew, but no. Commence primary ignition. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say, Yo, yo. Really? I'm really? sorry. About 1995. Somewhere it is. <laughs> no, Where? wait, that's wrong. Where? Kansas? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <sighs> Canada. Oh, it's 1985. Do you ever watch, like, my wife will every now and again watch Degrassi? I used to. And it's, the first series I <laughs> used to. It's just something wrong with it. It's like, you know what? They're doing all the things that make it look like they're doing a TV show, and these yeah. people behave as though they're famous, but they're just not. No, not at all. <laughs> Every now and again, one of them will slip out and, uh, you know, like do something real, like in America. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, oh, wow, they're like, super famous. Who is it, Claire Danes? In, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some there's some chick who's on Vampire Diaries now who was, you know, so she's gone I, from I gotta being stop you right big, there. big on Degrassi in Canada to being on what used to be the WB. I don't even know what it's called now. It's like the Jack Off Channel, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know the Teen <laughs> Angst Channel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch anything on that. What channel is that? I don't even know what they show. Six. I don't. I really. <laughs> It's that low down. I don't know. I think it's what used to be 56, which was the WB. That's then it like, wasn't a CW. What that's is what it, it is. It's CW oh, it's now. CW now? That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> I don't understand that. Ah. What was it when it when it had all the African-American shows? That no, failed? that was UPN. That was what oh. used to be 38. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is a great show. Let's put all black people in it and put it on UPN. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Urban Programming Network. I guess so. <laughs> I don't really know what it stands for, but that makes sense. But they weren't even good shows. It would have been one thing if it was not like... A, I can't think I'm of... I'm not even saying like Cosby-level African-American shows. You know? No, it's I just... can't think of one. I mean, like, you look at the WB, okay? Yeah. I mean, for whatever it's worth, okay? Dawson's Made a Splash. Yeah. Um, Buffy, I believe, was on the WB, right? That makes sense, yeah. And or did they move to the WB? I have no idea. No, I think Buffy was on the WB. Okay. And what else? Gilmore Girls was on the WB. So shows that like 
They have stuff. Yeah, they had stuff. They were out why, there. Why? Why are we even talking about? No, no, this? no. But I'm just, I'm just saying. But if you look at UPN, like nothing came out of that network. Nothing. You know what? Nothing. I mean? let's, let's. What have you done, Derek? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I want to look them up on on Wikipedia now. What UPN? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think they're a network. Nobody anymore. wrote an entry for it. <laughs> it's like unprogrammed network now. UPN. Yeah. United oh. Paramount Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was what was te- on there? A television network to broadcast in over 200 mar- blah blah blah. Uh, in over 200 homes. Programming. <laughs> children's programming. I just want a list. Can I just get a list? Yeah, if you go down there's probably a list. Oh, uh, there's no list. All right, let's Well, see. they must have programming. Just what is that? Um say? Star Trek Voyager. Platypus Man. <laughs> Okay, you know what? Followed Just by, for those two things to be on a list. Nowhere, man. The yeah. Sentinel, Moesha. Y- you know what, though? Yeah. You know what? That's that show, Nowhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, so what network are we going on? UPN. <laughs> uh, well, oh. now I know the title of the show. Yep, they had Buffy. That's <laughs> where everybody's career was going. They had Clueless, The Hughleys, Roswell, uh, Enterprise. <laughs> well, Roswell. <laughs> No, never mind. Enterprise. What else did they have? Uh, SmackDown, America's Next Top Model. Really? How long has that show been going on? I don't know. Uh, Iron Chef USA during 2001. Oh, wow. um, let's see. I thought the children's programming. Let's see what we got for kids stuff. Uh, Sweet Valley High, The Bernstein Bears, Breaker High, Sabrina the Animated Series. Looks like they, they had a lot of Disney stuff in there, too. Okay. Um well, yeah. they really weren't all that great. Anyway, let's move on to something. Oh, shows that almost aired on UPN. Oh. <laughs> American Idol. Okay. Uh, as part of the contract for picking up Buffy, UPN was obligated to pick up Angel if it can- if it was canceled by the WB while UPN was still airing Buffy. Uh. But Firefly was offered to UPN. Malcolm in the Middle was really? developed for UPN. Wow. And then that went to Fox. Yeah. Uh, nine new scripts for the third season of The Critic were written for UPN. Oh, I loved that show. So interesting. That was interesting. That to show was know really, really funny. So, all right. So now we're talking about defunct third, fourth tier networks. <laughs> yeah, that have less yeah. viewership than anything than on this show. Yeah, than the Palaver network of shows. No, hey, there's a lot of people on that one. Actually, that's what I'm saying. It's no, just I meant like this one show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like 14 people were watching <laughs> UPN. Oh. That was a requirement in all the actors' contracts. You have to watch the show. At least have the television on. I don't care if you're exactly. in front of it. The Get TV has to be on. When DVRs are invented, use it. <laughs> Record it twice. Record the reruns. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. So you had, had quite a week. Yeah. I drove... Um, Let's see. That's eleven and a half hours. Did the girls go down with you? No, I just I did. My my brother and I went down to Philadelphia for a funeral. Never so fun. that's fun. It's like you don't even want to go down there. Like as you're driving there, you're yeah. like, "Why am I hurrying?" Because this is not anything that I want to go this to. Is true. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Well, who, no. It's, who it's, wants to go to a funeral? Exactly. Yeah, but I wanted to go. Does that make right? Sense? Yeah. No. 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 So well, you know what it is. It's it's you don't want to go, but you want to be there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Right. 
So it took us six and a half hours, maybe six hours to get down there because we we had to go. We didn't go straight into Philadelphia, which I don't understand why no fucking highway goes straight into Philadelphia. <laughs> like, why can't I hop on like kind of go down like four ninety five or something? It. <laughs> and yeah, it's like get to the Jersey Turnpike, go to the Garden State Parkway, get on two eighty four. Yeah, and then point your car in the <laughs> direction of yourself. the lights. <laughs> but we had to go north northeast Philly to his ex wife's house, who's the the mother of um. My cousin. Do you want to make it clear to the folks who passed away? My uncle Paul died. Okay. Um, my father's brother. Okay. So, um, so we had to go to this place I'd never ever been to, and we end up, uh, and it was just kind of fucked up all around, because we're driving through this road and it's a highway, and there are no lights. Yeah. It's fucking cornfields <laughs> and trees. And we pass a sign that says entering Bucks County. Like, fuck this. We're going home. Because <laughs> signs took place in Bucks County. Yeah. We passed a sign that said, don't tailgate. Just in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> an orange sign on one post <laughs> reflective that said, don't tailgate. <laughs> Just in case you were thinking about it. Fucking don't. We were on this deserted road forever. Like an hour and a half. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. We weren't on the ma- on the on the Mass Pike <laughs> for an hour and a half. You can drive north to south in Connecticut faster than that. <sighs> God, I hate driving through Connecticut. It's not that bad. It's Hartford's the... a lot better now. Oh, it's the longest thing ever. Once you get past Hartford, it's terrible. It's just like, am I in New Jersey oh yet? Because God. I'd be okay with that. When I drove home from New York last June, it was like for fucking ever yeah man i was just really tired i'd gotten up at five o'clock that morning oh okay. and then i drove down new york did a gig and drove home oh. like all in one day oh yeah so that's about what eight hours of driving um no it was a little bit more than that really yeah i think it took me yeah because i was i got to a point where i was just like i need to be careful because uh, <laughs> i was really tired well we left the next day at about quarter after six, we'll say six thirty. Yeah. Uh. Well, probably quarter after six. That sounds better. But we were we were closer to the city itself, I think. So it was easier to get to a highway, to get to the Garden State Parkway, to the Jersey yeah. Pike, back up or whatever order that is. Go over the Tappan Zee Bridge because we're not going through fucking New York City. Right. We got home at ten after eleven. Like, I was filling the car up with gas at the gas station in Salem, yeah. near my brother's house, five hours later. Wow. We drove the speed limit. Right. There were two of you. When so we you saw the twice cops, the speed limit. We, we drove the speed limit. Actually, it was two cops in, in, in cars with the light bars, but nothing on the side. They were gray. Ah. Uh. And then a gigantic like Bronco type thing behind him with official plates. I thought maybe the governor or something. <laughs> so we moved over for them. But it was nice to see family. I didn't have enough time. Yeah. You know, so I met my uh, my cousin Ryan's uh, fiance. She's very nice. They're getting married in September. Cool. So I will be going down to D.C., which will be nice. Well, Baltimore. But I'll go to D.C. Yeah. D.C. is awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find John Boehner and I'm going to yell at him. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you want me to stop? <laughs> so be it, <laughs> asshole. Anyway, 
So, yeah. So how was the drive down? The like, drive down was bro. okay. We were testing the phones to see which oh, yeah. GPS worked best. And did he get an iPhone as well? He's he's had a three G or three GS for a oh, while. Okay. He can't upgrade yet, I guess. Oh, okay. So. So we did some some speed tests and like the we I got the same GPS because it was free that he had and it was it's pretty good. Yeah. It just gets confused at, at like clover leaves and massive like over and yeah. unders. What was the free GPS that you got? <sighs> I forget. Was it an app? Oh, really? Because yeah. Be- um, let me see. It's it's not bad. It's kind of it's updated by drivers. That's not my code. Um, so it's more like a peer kind of thing. It's, um, I have it under my utilities. Waze, W-A-Z-E. So like if you're driving along and there's a cop or an accident or whatever, you ha- you can report it and it updates the map for uh, apparently everyone using it. Really? So I huh. think that's kind of neat. It's not the best. Like it kept trying to tell me to turn right on on route one going south as i'm going to work and it's like every exit it wanted me to take one of the off ramps take a right take a right get back on the highway so if you ignore that stuff <laughs> then it's okay i'll check it out it just gets confused with uh like when we went through hartford it's yeah. like straight through a tunnel and then it's an over 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 you go up under 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 yeah. under and it's like fuck you guys just keep i guess go straight <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Now you didn't. What about just the the the? Well, when the, the thing went crazy maps. like that, we would look at the map. Yeah. So, yeah. Because the maps thing, I I like. It's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's another one here that I was that we were using to test, like how fast. Um, well, your phone is ten times is is a lot faster than the three three GS. Oh yeah, but there's one that we were doing that would um test like network speed, how fast it is in the. I guess in the network, I'm not uh, entirely okay. sure. Um, I forgot where I put it. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to get different results all the time. I don't know where it is. I moved it somewhere. Uh, now I can't find it. But it's, um, I'll find it as we're talking. But it, uh, like, mine was just a little bit faster pretty much like each time um, until we went in and we did the um, the map like the uh, the GPS, yeah, because mine could update a lot faster. Oh, I have well, another yeah. science. It's called speed test, oh. and you find a server, and it will test for a ping. Yeah. So the ping right now is sixty nine milliseconds. Download speed, um, and this is on the wireless. It's thirteen point six megabits a second, and the upload speed is two point three three. Which isn't too bad, huh. and it, it keeps track of all the results. Like, yeah. uh, the best result I had at home was thirteen point nine three for download, eleven point six seven for upload, and sixty four for the ping. Not too bad. It's right. just kind of fun to, you know, play around with stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I went through a list of a thousand of the best apps. Yeah. And anyone that caught my attention, I downloaded today. Did you? Um, so you 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 like the phone? I do. What I do, do you? Is there anything you don't like about it? I don't like how much I have to clean it. Oh. 
Really, I mean, it gets greasy. Just even if you, even if your hands are clean, you're not putting it up against your face. You don't sweat. Well, I mean, you're, well, yeah. I mean, your hands have got oil on it. So yeah, yeah. But I have to, I have to clean it regularly because I'm like that. So yeah. Um, I don't like how sometimes cancel is where send is. I think everything should be the same. Oh, like depending on the app. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it should be. Here's your, here's your things. Cancel goes over here. Yeah. Send goes over here. Huh. Do whatever else you want with the rest <laughs> of it, because I thought I sent two texts out today, or no Twitter. I was using a different Twitter app, and I canceled uh, them instead of sending them. Uh, that's I'm funny. like, why are the fuck are these showing up in my timeline? <laughs> whatever. So, um, and I keep reading that I can sign up for a free mobile me account so I can use Find My iPhone. But there's can, nothing that lets me do that. No, you can sign up for a free Find My iPhone thing. Mobile Me isn't free. I have the app. Yet. You have to do it through Mobile Me, though. I are they going to make it free? I you know what I think I think they are. I think there's going to be a version of it that's going to be free because they've been where talk, you can do the cause little been, stuff. Yeah, because they've been. Um, because I would love it to just you know sync up things like calendar and, right, and right. stuff like that. But um. I guess they announced new MacBooks today. Oh, and typically they'll announce okay. a discount with, you know, you buy a new MacBook, they'll give you a break on the mobile me price. Oh. But that, you know, I read well, some article somewhere and that that's not there. So uh, it's, that's, that's one more little bit of evidence that so, saying my that mobile is, me might go free. What about all these people that paid for it? Is there still going to be a premium version of it? There may be. Like Xbox Silver and, and yeah, Live. Or they'll just you know kick back money to folks or prorate You just them give them an back. iTunes credit. Yeah, exactly. Then they get to keep their money. <laughs> right. Until they spend $100 on, you know, 99 cent songs. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Olivia just now, she got about $60 worth of iTunes stuff for Christmas. Not bad. And she's gone through. I mean, she's down to like five bucks now. Of course. Because she of tries course. out games. Because she doesn't know what a torrent is. So, yeah, exactly. I don't either. So, oh, when you tried to FaceTime me the first time, I was like getting a movie ready. Oh, yeah. And then the second time I had walked out of the museum. So I'm like, uh, I could answer it, but it's well, only it was just, about I was, four seconds. I was at the computer and I was trying there. Just I had uh, I had the baby and we were just sort of sitting chilling. I'm just uh, like, oh, this will be fun. So and then Cole grabbed my phone. He says, Dad, I'll be upstairs. FaceTime me. <laughs> like, okay, buddy. <laughs> he's a clown, that kid. Uh, but uh he's doing a focus group. For the last couple of weeks, he's been fig- trying to figure out how we can earn like fifty bucks to go buy a Donkey Kong game for Wii. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just like, well, Cole, the you spelling gotta, bee isn't coming up quick enough. You, yeah, I know. You got to find some way to to earn that money. He's just like, well, what can I do? I said, well, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you five bucks a week to make sure that the cat boxes are 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 emptied and, right. and and cleaned and that the animals are fed. He's just like five dollars a week. Yeah, it'll take me ten weeks to save up. I'm right. Like it's up to you, man. And scooping you shit know? is a twenty dollar job. So, um, so he hadn't gotten back to me on that yet. <laughs> I said, "Well, what other skills do you have?" He says, "Well, I'm I'm really fast." I'm like, "That's great, man! Great op-ed. Yeah, run exactly. over to the theater department and right. get something that looks good." Right. So I was just like, "Well, buddy, I don't know if you're gonna be able to find someone to, uh, you know, pay you to to run. You know, you don't have sponsors when you're eight. 
So, um, yeah. so I get these um, focus group emails every now and again, and okay. there was one for kids, you know, seven to seven to nine, huh. sit, play with this toy for two hours, answer a bunch of questions. You get to keep the toy, huh. and um, you get seventy five bucks. Wow! So I called so up. You told him he gets fifty he ans- bucks. He answers. <laughs> he answered a bunch of questions, all Legos. Okay, and. Um, so he'll get seventy five bucks, and he'll get to keep like a Lego set. Huh. And, and the woman tells me that they're actually like kind of like the big sets. Really? Yeah. What's so it, do you know what he's getting? Don't know what he no, don't know yet. So don't huh. know what he's going to sit there and test. But he is through the roof excited because he's he's just like, if I do four of these, it's like, whoa, dude, they don't like crop up all that often. So. Yeah, that's that's uh. So, but he'll yeah, he'll that's you know. Rare. He'll he'll get his you know he'll get his game and you know some extra money that he'll just put away. Yeah. So it's like, all right, man. He's Not like, bad. it's great. They're gonna pay me for what I think. <laughs> great. Yes. You've created a monster. <laughs> he's so awesome. He's just so fucking. He's cool. gonna turn into a radio show host. Oh, pay me for my opinion. Oh, he is so fucking cool. <laughs> he is awesome. So, and. uh and Olivia's just a maniac. Uh, She's driving me nuts this week. It seems like week. seems like it goes through like a six week cycle. Yeah, pretty much. I bet we could go back like six or seven you weeks. Probably could. And be like, like, I gotta oh, fucking strangle I'm that kill girl. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I made up um, five, four breaks today. So oh. why don't we do the first one? We'll come back All and we'll right, do cool. the movies and stuff. Since I was in Philadelphia, I decided to pick two bands that are from there. And the first one is 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 a band that I liked when I was little, and um, they do a song that was covered by someone else in a Futurama movie. I had no idea, but when I heard the song in the Futurama movie, there, I'm like, that sounds really familiar. But I like this, so, so I don't know. I felt like you were giving me a trivia question. I'm like, out of the pretenders. <laughs> no, You'll, you, you might know who it is. Together they are the 35 millimeter heroes. 
Dig it, bitches. Crom, I have never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, let your hold you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.pennycult.com or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word in the iTunes store. Guess where I saw today? Uh, what? Scotty do. Oh, I thought you said what? I'm sorry. No, I saw Scott. Remember Scott? Of course, I of course do. you remember Scott. He listens to the show, so I want to give a shout out to Scott. It was great to see you today, man. Where'd you see him? I saw him at the movie theater. Oh, what movie theater? In Methuen. Oh, okay. okay. So it was good to see him. Uh, we used to have a lot of really, really good times. I think Not, this is that made it sound gay, didn't you, it? You know, a little, really little, kind little of bit. Did. No homo. That's got, uh, but definitely good to see you, man. I so, think um, big I, shout out to Scott. Very nice, very nice. Um, I think this is the version I'm I'm thinking of from Futurama. Yeah. Yeah, I like this version too. Familiar to me at all? I love the sock puppet aliens in the yeah. video. It's really cute. They remind me of those two on Sesame Street. Those two aliens <laughs> who were there when the phone rang. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. I had no idea it was originally a Dead Milkman song, which is shameful to me since I was, you know, a huge fan. You're a big fan of Killing Milkman. No, just the dead ones. 
They they're like that when I get there. Oh yeah, sure. The cows did it. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I have two sure. songs from another Philly band and then another one from the Dead Milk Men coming up. So And none of them are punk rock girl. <laughs> so I sent you uh uh Oh, audio yeah, we, file today. We're going to do that now? Let's just do it now because I thought it was okay. really funny. All right. And it kind of freaked out Olivia. It was hilarious. Okay. You want to set it up? Um, Olivia got this voicemail. It was funny. We were sitting there watching. Did you see? Did you Wait, hold up. Did you see how professional that was? You want to set up this clip? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. So, um, yeah. So we were watching. I let her watch Modern Family last night. Mm. And um, so she got a big kick out of it. She thought it was great. Anyway, so nice. her her phone rings, which is weird because it's after nine. It's just like, which one of your little fucker friends are calling me, calling you? So uh, we listen to <laughs> we listen to the uh, we listen to the voicemail, and we're like, "What is this?" So um, it was really kind of funny. Nice. This one's this is a dark beer. That is, it's yeah. a pale ale. The other one I had was a log. I brought beer to tonight's show, folks. I bought. I not brought, a lot, though. Just one. I brought. No, actually, not. A, it's not the pale ale. Not it enough is, to get drunk. No, no, no. This is the. Uh, it's Newcastle Brown Ale. Imported from England. It says the one and only. Yeah, I know. Just in so, case. But we got two of them here. That's so. like that's like when you have original Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. Right. Who's gonna win? All right. So let's play this clip. Let's play this clip. It's very funny. Well, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I give up. It's too bad. I liked you a lot. Oh. You had a lot of class. I'm really not in a good mood right now, and uh, you promised you would return my call. Sounds like he's driving. I know, huh? Uh, Sandy... I wish you the best. There's a baby in the back. I can explain that. Oh. Wait, how can you explain that? Well, no, because it was on Olivia's phone. Oh. So what I did was, oh. short of bringing her, her phone in, okay, I just played it and recorded it oh. to my little voice. You know, the little, um, the little voice recorder app oh, on my okay. phone. I just played it. So. Um, that was Frankie going upstairs to bed. I see. So okay, that makes sense. Just a little bit. So did I you figured... did you call him back? No. Oh, I would have. No, I would have. I would have said, "Hey, you know, you just called a nine-year-old motherfucker. She's maybe, 10. maybe. Uh, sorry, she does have a lot of class. <laughs> she does. She does. But she wouldn't date a guy that drunk drives. Yeah. So, so uh, but what was really funny is like. Earlier that night, I got a text message from someone I didn't know. So I immediately grabbed my phone. I'm like, I wonder if it's the same guy. That would be really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so I look at it, and the text message I got was, are you still with Johnny? Oh, wow. So I put, Johnny's in the shower. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I never got a response. <laughs> Johnny is fucking dead right now i'm sure well that's where that phone call came in I, no right? I know, no is, but i mean it's two separate phones it uh, was olivia's phone and my phone i mean uh is there a difference between your numbers like no, one digit no no no, 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 totally no. and it was two different phone numbers that okay. you know that's, i got from my, the text i got the one the phone message she got so uh, that's funny. yeah it was pretty funny and i figured if nothing else if nothing else 
Reverend Scott can do something with that sound clip. I'm, so. I'm sure he can, and we I can email it to him specifically to yeah, use for that. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, I have, you got I, a chicken scratch list of movies there. Why do you always make fun of my writing? Well, let me see. <laughs> well, because it looks like worms ate into like a ham. Give me that. Back. <laughs> All right. So I did see. I have seen a bunch of movies recently. So. Um, where to start? You know, you know when the bark falls off a tree and there's the scribbly looking stuff on the inside of the tree from where the worms eat. That's like what you do, but it's more angular. I can read it. I can read it too. I'm just making fun of it. Anyway, so I used to tell Ellen it's like you dipped a chicken foot in ink and then had a seizure <laughs> over the paper. She's like, "Oh, I know, I know people like that." I'm like, "I can read it," which I don't know what that says about me, but. <laughs> So today we took the kids to see Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, did you lose and a bet? It was um terrible. It was not great. It was like an Elton John vanity project. Why? Because was one, he in one that? thing, all the music in it is or ninety percent of the music in it is some variation of an Elton John song. He's the executive producer. He's not happy with the Lion King? I guess, huh? So yeah, I mean he's the executive producer, so it was his own little blowjob to himself. Yeah. So and the movie Somebody's was not. I mean, it's sort of it, do, and it does the whole like you know Romeo and Juliet thing. Right. You tell you know there's there's two houses. There's you the, know the literally bloods and the crypts. Well, they, they are they're literally right next to each other, yeah. and they are you know the Montagues and the Capulets and right, one but, blue, but one one's red, white. one's blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but it's just, and it's just, I mean, it does that stuff. It just, there was nothing, there was nothing to it. You know, yeah. it was like, all right. It would, and, and I'll tell you, it was so short that I didn't even have. A, <laughs> like what about a foot and a half? I didn't have a chance to <laughs> nap through it. <laughs> wow. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. So um, it was not great. And, you know, Cole liked it because there's some action in it that he thought was funny. Okay. Um. But Lily kind of gave me that look like, Dad, why are you wasting my fucking time? Yeah. This is my school vacation, motherfucker. You dragged me to this shit. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah. That and Olivia sense. was just like, you know, I'm like, Olivia, what'd you think? She's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was um that not, was not, not really her thing. Not no. great. No. Um We uh we're gonna take them to see Rango. I can't wait to see they that. They love the the ads come We're getting on. that. And they really, yeah, oh, the the ads come on and they just stop. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's gonna. And be then great. they tell me all about Rango, how he has big eyes, and he has a short sleeve shirt and a long tail, and he's a lizard. <laughs> and then we go through the. You got funny looking eyes. <laughs> you got funny looking shirt. And then they always get me. They jump right to it. You got a funny looking face. <laughs> like I want to do that. <laughs> So but we have fun. So maybe I'll go there, and then it won't be so bad if um, we have to leave. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I saw Company Men with Ben Affleck, and um, he was in another movie. Yeah, Ben when, Affleck, when Kevin Costner. Is that in a theater? Kevin yeah. Costner. Yeah. What the hell's going on? It was um, Kevin Costner, Tommy Lee Jones, Maria Bello, Chris Cooper. When did this come out? Um, I don't know. Late fall. Oh, maybe. oh okay. So. Okay. Uh, we just got it, I believe, second round. So, uh, right, but it was right. it was really good. It was so it was almost like the the like the other side of what happens when people get fired, like in that movie Up in the Air from last year. So this is like right. the people getting fired. Oh, so okay. um, so they all okay. lose their jobs and and like varying levels of management. 
Right. You know, um, but it was it was really good. It was it was good. I, I think Ben Affleck gets a lot of shit, but he does. Oh, he definitely does. Stuff. He was in the bomb in Phantoms. In what? <laughs> Phantoms. I didn't it's see that. Jay and Silent Bob joke. Nothing. No. All right. Anyway, so um, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, it was really really well done. I also saw No Strings Attached. The Natalie Portman, Ashton Kutcher, fuck fest. Oh, God, why? Did you lose a bet? You know what I don't understand? This I'm is... standing up because I have a gigantic cramp in the back of my leg. Okay. And and here's the worst part. The loop of my shoelace is stuck around the wheel. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I can't even bend over to get it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll so, take care. One of the things that you would expect to see in a movie about friends with benefits, okay, there are two things there was a pair of things that one would expect to see in this movie. Yeah, are the pair of things connected somehow? Yes. Yeah. They're boobs. Yeah. Okay? You would expect to see at least a tit. Somebody's. Or two. Yeah, Somebody's. I'm not saying Natalie Portman because she's she. we don't have to see her tits. Okay? I would like to see her tits, but yeah. we don't have to see her tits. All right? But anybody's tits. And there were many opportunities in this movie to show someone's tits. I had to look at, you know, Ashton Kutcher's ass. Uh, okay. But they don't look, you know, like tits. Not really. Okay. So. Well, maybe if they're done wrong. In a movie, uh, which is essentially about fucking. Yeah. It was not a very sexy movie. Yeah. It wasn't even a body sexual movie. It was, there was like this maybe two-minute montage of them like you know banging each other and certain you know you get a call at three o'clock in the morning or whatever and you know someone goes over to somebody else's house but he always kind of digs her yeah you know so it didn't work that sounds it didn't live up to its premise yeah what was it called no strings attached. Maybe maybe the one coming out this summer, Friends with Benefits, will. That might be a little bit better. Who knows? But this was this was a it. disappointment. I mean, Ashton Kutcher's in it, so I expected to be disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but Natalie Portman, I'm so much I'm so I'm much more excited to see her in um what was it? A bear ass. No. That's what it is. <sighs> yeah, Thong. Highness, Your Highness, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that movie. So that was uh, No Strings Attached was disappointing. I watched the seventh Harry Potter movie again. Um, you that mean was the, good. You mean the sixth? The seventh. seventh? Oh, yes. right. It is the seventh. It is the seventh. It? Yeah. So that was good. I liked where it ended. Yeah, it was fine. I was. We were trying to figure out as we're watching it where it was going to end. And that was a good, that was a good spot. Um, what else did I watch? I watched um, Salt okay. with Angelina Jolie. I enjoyed it. All right. It was good. Did you ever see it? No. It was pretty good. It was a good little action movie. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of Wanted because she's in it, I guess, doing stuff. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely nothing like Wanted. No, there's no guns. <laughs> there, are, there are guns, but it's, <laughs> but it's absolutely, I mean, it's a completely different story. Right. Oh, I know. I mean, it's her being action-y and stuff, but she's, I thought she was more action-y in this than she was in Wanted. Yeah, she was more um, instructional in Wanted. Yeah. So. Yeah. Plus, she had that really cool badass tattoo and she was naked from the back so yeah that was interesting that was cool yeah. so um but i enjoyed it. i thought it was pretty good they left it open for a sequel and i will be there for the sequel if All they right. decide to do a sequel i thought it was i thought it was fun All it was right. good um and i also watched uh, the godfather 2 okay 
which is one of my favorites. Have I mentioned I never really watched them? Yeah, I don't understand why yeah. not. They're fantastic movies. Gangster movies don't do anything for me. They're good movies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't under how the fuck with Tracy Jordan making fun of like Big Mama movies. How the fuck did they make a third one? No idea. And not see the handwriting on the wall. And not put him in it. Oh my god! Yeah, he yeah. could have been the grandmother no to kidding. Big Mama. They sh- they should have put him in it. Um, I don't I don't know. So that shit makes. What, no what have you watched for TV lately? Oh, I just have to say, Big Bang Theory. Okay, it's been like four or five episodes in a row that Sheldon's just a fucking asshole. Sorry about that. That's all right. Yeah, I think they're going, I, really, like I said, they're, they're going, going the away wrong from direction his with uh, neurological disorder. And I'd also like to know why, um, what does Bernadette do for a living? She's like a scientist of some sort? Yeah, she works with um, viruses and Okay, stuff. That's why she's always joking about Ebola and stuff. Okay, why is she also a waitress? I have no idea. I don't, I just don't oh, get no, it. Oh, no, you mean, know, she, I... Uh, I, no, because she needed extra money. I don't but remember. That never. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't. Know. I mean, it does. I mean, like it puts her at the restaurant at certain times when everybody's there, and it lets right. her sort of be there. But right, it really doesn't. I mean, for someone with her level of education and what she does, well, she's like a research assistant, so that might not be paying well enough for her to live in Southern California or wherever it is they are. It's a living. I mean, she. I mean. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying there's not a lot of places that pay living wages for a single person in an expensive city. I don't know. I think that she could probably, I mean, she's probably making, you know, at that. I, mean, I don't she's know. She's not Whatever. a student. It just doesn't make sense to me. Whatever. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. What else? Yeah, Sheldon's being a douche. Yeah. Getting a little tired of it. Well, something, you know what? The show always does something, and then something happens. So they're going to build him up, and then I think the two of them are going to have sex. Penny Sheldon, and Sheldon? Shel- huh? Penny and Sheldon? No, Sheldon and Amy, because Sheldon already floated the idea as a joke. I'm using air quotes there, because yeah. you always float the idea of having sex with your friend as a joke. From yeah, I mean, heard. yeah, that'll that'll end up happening, and that yeah, that, I mean, because I already consider curiosity, them. A, I already consider them a couple. So. Yeah, his curiosity will get the better of him, right? So, but it would and be really interesting. Mellow him out. Well, it would be interesting to see him go completely opposite and see him start to do like totally romantic stuff, or just you know, you know plopping down on the sofa in the wrong spot. That's all it takes to really for you to know that he's a different person. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just, or it's, it's Thursday. Me. Today's pancakes day. He's like, I felt like French toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it'll be something subtle, right? That that'll be a payoff for the fans. I think. Um, what else have I been watching? What have you been watching? Um, outsourced was lame. I liked outsourced. Uh, that was the best episode they've done so far. Really? Yeah. Where the boss comes to town? Yeah, because it paid off. A I mean, lot it was you know what it was, was a sweet up. little turn at the end right. there i'll right. give them that because you know and one reason i liked it is because i thought it was going to take them two and a half seasons to get there to so. do something nice for for the, the douche yeah 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 i honestly thought that we'd have to wait and it would be a constant back and forth between him. now he has no reason to get rid of him yeah so it that one episode actually changes the whole dynamic of the show yeah so it'll could see be good what happens right um well, there's, there's, there was not a lot else in that episode that I thought it was like, it's like every other 
you know, sitcom type of situation. Oh, the girlfriend's mother's coming to town. Something has to get in the way. Right, but He's stuck in jail. But, like we've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, that wasn't even real. I, they're not going. He wants. He wants to get together with Asha. So the other girl doesn't matter at all. Really, she's. But just, the thing is, though, he's. He he's showing like he seems to be making an effort. He's making enough of an effort. You know, he was jealous when she was seeing other people. Yeah, right. So the Asha thing, and you haven't seen shades of that recently. No, he's no, been with the Australian that, But that's chick. good because if he's going to be with somebody, he should commit to the person. But I think it's interesting to show how well Todd is uh, acclimating to to the culture to show another American come in and then do Dietrich Bader's character there too. Have him be a total asshole about. You know the gods and the culture and all that stuff. Yeah, it I shows that was... how it shows how well he fits in. So, yeah, I was just not thrilled with that. Um, I did like Thirty Rock. Uh, <laughs> I know you're getting tired of Thirty I, Rock. I'm not tired of it. I just I don't rush to watch it anymore. I leave it to the end. I, when I have all my stuff on Hulu, I leave that to the end because yeah. that's still. Out of all that Thursday stuff, that's still for me the best show. It's it's it needs something new. Well, you know, Jack Donaghy's got a baby. Uh, yeah, that we're never going to see that he's only going to talk about. That's fine. So, I don't know. Uh, Tracy Jordan has a baby too. Yeah, yeah. Never talk about that. So. Yeah, but you never get to. It it affects him less than it does Jack. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Office was better this week. That was... And I can't remember what happened. What the fuck happened? That <laughs> was when... Oh, man. This is terrible. I know, huh? Was it something in the conference room? It was... Was it, Oh, was it Was it the too much, the public display of infection? Was that the PDA one? Oh, what, I don't remember. I don't know. Wait, it was... Um, Oh, fuck. What the fuck was it? <laughs> or was it? it Valentine's Day? It wasn't. It was after that. I don't remember. That's not good. So anyway. No, you know what sucks is like I've been watching reruns of The Office lately. Oh. So it's like throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. Like the reruns at like 11 o'clock at night. So I'm Oh, just... it was threat level midnight. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. So what they're doing, they're tying up his loose ends. Yeah. His big loose ends. Right. So... That was all right. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of fun. I I wish they had have been filming it the whole time, but you know, they what just they just got a bunch of the old actors back in instead of it instead of filming like the entire run of the show. Uh, that that would have been funny. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, that was and that was fun. Yeah, that was fine to watch. Uh, yeah, but it is starting to feel like they're starting to. Get us ready to say goodbye to Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see what else. I still haven't watched Perfect Couples. I like it. I like yeah. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep with it for a while. I don't, I don't like the actors. They're, they're sort of, um, they're doing a better job now of distinguishing the couples. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll probably give it a shot because it's in that group of shows. So, and I and I'll tell you, like I've seen some of these people and other other little things. Yeah, um, I know I've seen some of but, them. But Olivia Munn really does stand out. She's very very good. She's really good. 
And I don't know if she stands out to us because we know her. We've seen no, her you on know the what? Daily I've, Show. I've, I've tried really hard shows. to sort of like, and I mean, I, I know her from right. G4. I didn't watch her a whole lot, and yeah. I haven't seen her on The Daily Show at all. Okay. Um, but she does she, she does stand out. She's okay. really very funny. Huh. Um, and then, um, what was I going to say? Parks and Recreation oh. has been, was really, really. That was getting Andy back together with April. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, it was really good. That was good. That that show kind of fluctuates with me. One one day it's like up there in like my top three favorite shows, and then it's like, oh well, the stuff with Ron was funny, but that's about it. Yeah. So, I liked Community. Community finally paid off a storyline that they've been going with for a long time with Pierce and the Pills, which oh that his bequeathals. Yeah, just messing with people, and then he paid for it in the end. But that. That I, whole thing is just mirroring Chevy Chase's career. I just, so. I, I, th- I think it's the worst episode of Community ever. Which worse than the zombie one? Yeah, the zombie one was like the second best one. Uh, so I, it wasn't, I, it wasn't the best, but it definitely paid off what they'd been setting up, especially when they really lay it on thick with Fat Neil. Yeah, but y- so. you know what? It's like oh, these fucking sitcoms. Who, just do this. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, it, that show bugs it's, me sometimes. It's, it's I wish sitcom. it needs to get back. Right. It's just, Ex- exactly. It needs to be a sitcom instead of these very special fucking proclamations about your friendship. Just be fucking funny. That's, okay. The show's never been just that from the beginning. Well, it's, it's You done, can't expect it to be something it's no, not. No, no, no. But it's done that whole thing better. Yeah. It's, it's done it well, better. Well, every show can't be gold. So. So, you know. Um. Modern Family continues to be consistently funny. I thought this week it was a little weak with the side stories. It none of them except Gloria's really caught me. The main story with Phil and Claire. It was a little. I, for the first time, I actually thought that was a little forced. Because it was dumb. It was a. Stu- I understand stupid arguments happen. Believe me, I've had my share. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. I think for the for the two of them, the main story of that episode should have been um, Cam and and Mitchell's no, thing. No, the restaurant thing. Yeah, because yeah. I give her a lot of credit. That was really well done. The way she's like, ordered, wait, 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 wait. So the daughter, the daughter name? fakes her employment. Yes, at a restaurant. So she can get money for a car, and she keeps flashing the same like, like the same fifty, 50 to sixty dollars. And the other daughter figures it out, which I, that was a brilliant yeah, idea. Yeah, but yeah, the way she got out of it, I won't, it was, we won't spoil it was that. Really, but that really was funny. Good. It was, was really, really funny, and they could have stretched that to do the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Claire thing that was all right. I like adding more tension between Phil and Gloria. Oh, that was really, really funny. That was good. I can just do Phil. She can do me. <laughs> yeah. And the, what's great, though, is that Claire sees it, and she's always just like, oh, whatever. So yeah. um, another another new show, and I know you hate Matthew Perry, yeah, but really Mr. Do. Sunshine, I, it's really, really funny. He gets set up on this blind date with his um, his assistant's sister, Okay. And um, but the way the assistant gets him there is to say that he's going to, you know, have dinner with Tony Hawk. Oh, so he goes there and um she's like uh no, I'm I'm not Tony Hawk. Uh, she goes and he's just like oh there must be some misunderstanding. No, no. Heather just kind of <laughs> he's just like 
Oh, so it's not a misunderstanding. Great. Now I don't have to call the Ropers, and we don't have to meet at the Regal Beagle to sort this whole thing out. (laughs) Just sort of like making fun of like a typical sitcom, like, you know, awkward situation kind of thing, which I thought was really, really funny. Okay. So it's I might might catch it when it's like on Netflix. He's just like, oh, hey, why don't we go ride bikes and fall in the sand? You know? It was uh it's it was really funny. It's a it's a decent you know, show. I don't hate him as much as um who's the other douchebag on that show? David Schwimmer? No. No, because he Matt did LeBlanc? the Madagascar stuff, so I'm kinda okay with him. Matt LeBlanc? Yeah. Matt LeBlanc I is on this show him. is on the show episodes. I um I was engaged to a woman who went to school with him, who went to high school with him uh. in Newton. But he's from here? Yeah, he's a Massachusetts kid. Oh, that's why I yeah, hate he's, him. He went to Newton North. There's just I don't think there's anything funny about him, and I think Lost in Space is what what did it. Well, there was nothing funny about Lost in Space. Well, that was just sad. Depends how drunk you are when you watch oh, it. But I'll tell you, he's What a waste of Gary Oldman and, and what's his face there, the the father. Yeah. But um he's uh, in a show now called Episodes on yeah, Showtime. I've heard the name. It's uh it's act it's this show about these British writers who um, have a popular show in England and they get, you know, they're brought over to California, to Hollywood, to make a pilot of their, you know, to sort of English, uh, to Americanize their show. Okay. And... Um, who, who executive produced that? Uh, th- it's it's got to be What's-His-Face. Who? Gervais? Because they owe him money if that's the case. No, why would they owe him money? <laughs> Just saying. Um... So they're gonna uh, so they're gonna put together this show, and it's supposed to take place at like an English boarding school with this sort of stuffy but loving like you know headmaster. Uh-huh. So of course, you know they change that to let's get Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> they're like what? So and through the course of them developing the pilot, it gets changed from this you know like he's not a headmaster anymore. Now he's a hockey coach, and it's about him and his hockey players, and they call it Pucks. Oh. And um, the librarian is supposed to be this this. Like this woman who this this headmaster can never have because she's a lesbian, and um, or but, is, or as Kevin Smith referred to in one of the last shows I listened to, a vegetarian. Yeah, <laughs> that was very very clever. Oh yeah, you should listen to Hollywood Babylon. Where that, do you think? Really? Was that where? You- should I? Anyway, maybe you should. When was it? When was that? That I was no how idea. long ago was that episode? I don't know. Anyway, I'll look at my thing. So anyway, um, so the show is <laughs> actually pretty funny. Yeah, and he does a pretty decent job playing Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, the show's. In fact, there was a, a a little bit in it the other night that I laughed real, like just laughed hysterically. They uh they put out an episode of Hollywood Babylon on the twenty first. Oh, that's the one I just started listening to. Oh, okay. I got like halfway through and people started talking. Oh, I just started playing it. Let me stop that. But that's a fun because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of who's the guy Hollywood that does talk. the show with him? Ralph Garman. Yeah, who's yeah. That? He's I think he does a radio show in L.A. Okay, or he just gives you turn by turn instructions, right? Yeah, it could be. All right, because so, he's um, he's good. They actually sound the same, which is weird. <laughs> But that show's not too bad. There's not as much dick sucking in that one. Yeah, they talk so. a lot about a whole lot, like a lot of Hollywood stuff. Yeah, it sounds he like hates, he hates Chelsea Handler. He's yeah, like, oh, I now for got the to that. talentless yeah. cunt update. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, now I'm just at the part where they're doing shout outs. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, and um, 
God, Californication. That's all I'm saying. Good. Nobody else listens. Nobody, nobody no. in our. Realm I'm surprised the show's still on show. the air. You're the only one watching it. No, I'm not. Okay, like six other people and you are watching. That's it. not true, man. It's it does really well. Well, we'll see. It's a good show. It's very funny. No. Anyway, um, what else have I watched lately that I've been enjoying? <laughs> Apparently, not much. Oh, can we talk about Glee for a fucking second? I haven't watched the last two, so no. Oh, those are the only two that I've I've watched. I watched those two last night. No, uh, like I said, the last show, I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, and like they're sitting there, and like I'm rewatching old episodes of Young Justice that I have on the. Uh, I know it's a stupid sounding name. It reminds me of like Young Guns, but it's the the Justice League of America sidekick thing. Uh-huh. I'll like rewatch an episode of that before I go to Glee. Yeah, Glee is just it's read, in, it's inconsistent. It's just it's just not it's just not working anymore. They did um yeah. the most recent episode they did was all about teen drinking. I read a little about so that. So of course yeah. everybody gets drunk. What were the songs? I don't even know. I actually um I am getting to the point now where I just go through the songs. Yeah. Or I'll go well, to the you bathroom. forward through the songs uh-huh. or Oh, because that's the only reason I'll watch it, just to see what they do. No, because like I'll watch a little bit of it. And it's just like, nah, it's not getting yeah. me. So I don't know. And the only reason I continue to watch it is so that I can still like. Remember where we got with Heroes? Uh-huh. We were watching it just to beat the shit out of it. Yeah, that's kind of where I am with with Glee right now because it's doesn't it's not doing anything. Yeah, for but it wouldn't even be fun to beat it up because it's just. Meh. It's it, you know what I think it got too successful too fast, way too fast, and now it's like they did fucking Justin Bieber the other day. Like like that's another reason why ago. I'm like, in no rush to get to like, it. Really? Come on, because now it's just like okay, let's just hit whatever's popular and shoehorn in a story around. Yeah, Justin and it, and it went from doing interesting mashup type stuff or really clever interpretations of the songs too. Here's a flat out rendition of Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Granted, he's good. But yeah, but it's just not interesting. No. I thought it was pretty funny because my, my son calls Justin Bieber Justin Beaver. Oh, yeah. And I really wish he was old enough for me to make a porn star joke reference, you know, but I can't. Yeah. yeah. You probably could. No. No. He doesn't watch as much <laughs> porn as I do. No one watches as much as you do. I really don't watch it. It's you know two three minutes at a time. Um, yeah, but like it's like twelve times a day. Hey, hey, you know, fifty two <laughs> years old, according to Lily. But anyway, um, yeah. Then there's uh, nothing. Nothing's coming out. I'm looking forward to seeing Rango. Yeah, Rango will be our sucker punch. Sucker punch is coming. Oh yeah, I've been seeing a couple ads here and there, so. Looking forward to that. I'll be in line for that. So, Uh we'll see. Hopefully it's good. I don't know. Schneider hasn't done anything terrible yet, so. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. I think we should do a break. All right. We'll see what happens. Maybe we can keep recording. Hope so.
Force and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about outside the cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. <laughs> People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Uh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Brand new for 2010, it's East Coast meets West Coast. Bringing you all the best punk rock, hardcore, and everything in between. Stage dives and high fives with your host, Bill By Force. Massachusetts represent. And F13, a California love mother. And every Saturday night, Stage dives and high fives. Coming soon to an MP3 player near you. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I'm just, just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could fuck any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep a secret.
All right, little little fishbone. I like some. I like fishbone. I of course I picked the two songs that like had videos on MTV that you know everybody would remember. So, but not so for the Dead Milkman, which you will hear when we get to the next break. So, anything else going on? You want me to start? Pulling up some stories that people. Yeah, sent us. sure. I have not paid attention to Wisconsin or uh, Libya or I, any I, of that shit. I don't give a fuck. I uh, well, I'm sure you care a little bit, but I oh sure shit, I all my windows closed. Not Son sure of I a do. bitch. Uh, you know, are the Libyans? What 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 are the Libyans doing? They uh, they, they want they want Doc Brown's DeLorean. <laughs> that's that's good, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, jeez, close that. Maybe the recording won't stop this time as we're doing it. All right, I got to open a couple things up here. So, um, yeah, I haven't had time to really like watch anything or or follow what's going on because you know I've been in a car and I don't know. I did get this thing from uh, like Think Progress that says um, Skype may soon not exist why is that the communications assistance for law enforcement act requires telecom companies to make it possible for the government to wiretap their networks um now they want to expand uh to cover all online communication technologies including peer-to-peer and social networking apps the new york times says the law would even include making sure the government could intercept and unscramble encrypted messages but the thing is they're not going to, like, listen in on me calling my wife. They're going to check the IPs and see who I'm talking to. Yeah. So if if I'm talking to you and we have a four-way Skype call going and one of those people is in Bahrain, they might listen. Yeah. But then there's ways around that, too. You can use... Um, <laughs> proxies and you can you can do all kinds of stuff to to generate fake IP addresses and yeah. stuff like that. So it's impossible to to do that. What the hell was that? I don't know. This phone makes so many fucking noises. I have no idea half the time what the noises are. And I don't even fuck you phone. <laughs> You probably have a lot of notifications. No, set I up shut on it. most of them off today because I didn't know what the hell any of them were. So I don't know. Um, let me see. I had some stuff here and I have no idea where it went because I'd been sending myself stuff over the last few days. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this is. So I'm a. Oh, okay. So somebody. Whoa. Zoom out. Somebody wrote to John Kyle. Um, Who is uh, John Kyle? John Kyle is a senator from... What state is he from? He's the Republican whip. Um, he's <laughs> on the Committee on the Judiciary, the Committee on Finance. Uh, Arizona, I believe. Um, and it was about, um, you know, in God we trust, stuff like that in the public, you know, that... The, um, would make people feel excluded. Oh, Jesus right? Christ. Who the fuck? Shit like that drives me fucking crazy. Do I give a fuck that my money says in God we trust? No, I don't give a fuck. Well, some okay? Pe- some people do. Well, some people need to just 
Fuck them, okay? No, no. Find something no. better the to bitch about. Is, the Jesus problem is, fucking Christ. It doesn't belong, it doesn't belong on the money. Oh, it doesn't fucking what is, matter. What, is, what does God have to do with pledging allegiance it to the country? But here, you, you know what? Who the fuck cares? Uh, well, let's see. The people that don't want religion to take over the country. Religion is not taking over the country. If anything, it already has. It, but you, oh, no, it's not. It has. No, it hasn't. Are we ever going to elect an atheist president, or a Jewish president? From, Fifty years from or now, we a will. Muslim president. No one thought that they'd elect a Catholic president, and they did. It's all the same fucking you know book that that's based off of. So that's bullshit right there. No other religion will ever be in the White House. But fewer and fewer people are going to church or give a shit about God. The people that care are the loudest people. You know what? How much is in God we trust on your money affecting your daily life? Really? It's not how it affects my daily life, but it the, the fact that religion is in everything affects daily life. You could argue, you could argue that, you know what, it goes back to the historical beginnings of this country. And it was added in the 1800s. Hmm? It was added in the 1800s. But, it's, but, but it still goes back to the historical beginnings of this country. And you can't dispute that people came here looking for religious freedom. Okay, the so Puritans, if anything, it's sure. a if if anything, it's a nod to history. Doesn't make a fucking difference in my life. Well, whatsoever. we don't need it in the Pledge of Allegiance. Then don't say it. But it's there. That's, so what? Don't, that's it's not required it's that you say it. Don't say the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, don't say that part then, of the Pledge of then Allegiance. Then you're a terrorist. No, you're not. If you don't say it, well, fuck those people. You're not a terrorist. It, that doesn't help the people that are like you know renditioned. You know, I'm sure that people are not renditioned for not saying the God part of the Pledge of Allegiance. They're renditioned for, you know, about as little as, you know, there was there was a kid that was locked up in Guantanamo. He wasn't a terrorist when he went in. I'll bet he is now. Probably. So the response back, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like you're going to send it out and see who responds what. So he sent it to a Republican from Arizona. What do you think he's going to get back? So what he wrote was... It's a waste of fucking time. No, it's not. Thank you for contacting me about religion in the public sphere. While our Constitution prohibits the establishment of religion by the government, it does not require government hostility toward religion. See where he took that immediately? He's being hostile towards religion. So he's saying, oh, well, the government, you know, whatever, we can't do that. But he's, it's weird. The wording is really weird. It does not require government hostility toward religion. Weird, isn't it? I could, I could see his point. It's a weird way to say it. It definitely is. I believe that the pendulum has swung too far in, the dire- in that direction in recent decades when everything that is, quote, public has to be stripped bare of all reference to transcendent values. We lose important guides to honest and upstanding behavior. And I didn't bring it up so we could argue. <laughs> you know, I brought it up because you don't get your morals and values from the Bible. Exactly. In my view, the widely held belief in a higher power among the people of our country makes a generic reference to God completely acceptable and, moreover, a positive thing. While we may disagree on this matter, I respect your views and I hope you can respect mine as well. And then he signed it in 
like giant blue Crayola marker. But it's the it's the subtlety of it when you read into it. It's like, oh, you're hostile toward religion, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, I just I just found that kind of interesting the the wording of it because yeah. you know if you just read it, it's like, oh yeah, well he's got a point. You know why not just have indiscriminate whatever you know God as a word. You don't need it. It doesn't need to be there. I agree. So, um, let's see. We had to uh, we had to restart the computer because I was having a speed problem. <laughs> so stop doing speed. I lost all my links. Uh, this one was sent to us. Uh, Shauna Ford sentenced to death for double murder in Arizona. Okay. I don't know who she is. Why is so that news? Let's read into it. Shauna Ford, whom a jury convicted last week of murdering nine-year-old, I gotta get closer to this, we'll say Brie Flores, and her father, Raul Flores, was sentenced to death by an Arizona jury on Tuesday. The unanimous jury ruling is binding. The court found that Ford led a group of anti-immigrant vigilantes in a March 2009 raid on the Flores home where they posed as immigration agents and pushed their way through the door. Wow, this is just going to get worse and worse, isn't yeah. it? She and her accomplices, Albert Albert Robert Gaxiola, G-A-X-I-O-L-A, like I care about murderers' names, and Jason Eugene Bush allegedly shot Raul Flores before turning their guns on Bree, who begged not to be shot. Again... She was nine. Yeah. Gina Gonzalez, Bree's mother, played dead and survived the attack. The case was not designated as a hate crime, despite Ford's long history with anti-immigrant organizations. She once (laughs) maintained a Tea Party blog, was a member of the Minuteman Civil Defense Corps, and has presented herself as a representative uh, for... Sorry, representative of Federation for American Immigration Reform. All three have since distanced themselves from her, of course. Uh, After being cast out from the Minuteman group due to erratic behavior. (laughs) Bitch is crazy. She formed her own vigilante group called Minuteman American Defense, which also patrolled the United States-Mexico border trying to detect illegal immigration. I wonder if that's, like, can you legally do that? Like, ride around on ATVs at the border and shoot at people coming across? No. I mean, you have to be, like, deputized or something. There's got to be, like, okay. Latino advocacy groups have rallied to draw attention to the case, which drew little media attention until Ford's murder trial this year. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember hearing anything about it. Um, What we have shown is that Latinos are watching. And if people and parties want the Latino vote, they will have to speak out against things like this. Joaquin Guerrera, campaign director for Latino activism group Presente.org, told HuffPost last week, we hope her death wasn't in vain and that it serves as an example of what can happen when the types of conditions that are in Arizona are allowed to go unchecked and are legitimized as serious policy issues. So that's more shooting deaths in Arizona. Yeah. And I'm sure who's who who was the guy, the the really old dude that was always against immigration. Charlton Heston. No, he just likes guns. He was a, he was like a talking head, 
and he retired late recently. I don't know. But like the right wing's all against immigration. They want immigration reform, shut the border, put up a wall. Yeah. There's I don't know. That's fucking pathetic. Um so this woman killed some people and she's going to die for it. Good. Yeah. Good job. It's about what she deserves. Yeah, pretty much. Uh I'm going to I got to type something in. Um Let's see. Um I got to find some audio here for this. And I don't know. No, of course not. So, um Rush Limbaugh <laughs> said some things the other day about cuz you know they jump all over um all over Michelle Obama about her um you know, let's let's keep kids thin because kid kids are fat <laughs> and yeah. we want them to live longer. Um Let's see. It might be this one. So he said some stupid shit. Yeah. All right. Let's play this. Sure, you're aware that um, nutritionist at large, Michelle Obama, is urging, demanding, advocating, requiring what everybody can and can't eat. She's demanding that everybody basically eat cardboard and tofu. No calories, no fat, no nothing. Got to stop obesity. Except, as in the case of all leftists, that's true for you, but not for them. Michelle, my bell, minus the husband, took the kids out to Vail on a ski vacation. And they were spotted eating. And they were feasting on ribs. Ribs that were 1,575 calories per serving with 141 grams of fat. Per serving. Have you seen Michelle Obama? Now, I'm sure some of you, like, yeah, yeah. members of the new Castrati, this is, this is typical of what you do, Mr. Limbo. You take an isolated, once-in-a-lifetime experience and try to say that she's a hypocrite. That she is a hypocrite. No, she's Leaders are supposed to be leaders. If we're supposed to go out and eat nothing, if we're supposed to eat roots and berries and tree bark, and so show us how. She, and if it's supposed to make us does. fit... If it's supposed to make us healthier, show us how. I don't understand why he has these conversations. He's such a fucking jackass. Hold on, it gets gets funny. It doesn't look like Michelle Obama follows her own nutritionary dietary advice. And then we hear that she's out eating ribs at 1,500 calories a serving with 141 grams of fat. Yeah, it does. What do you mean, what do I mean? Uh, d- d- uh, what d- does it? D- what is it? Uh, does <laughs> how dare I'm you call to, me no, out? I'm trying to. I'm trying to say that our first lady does not project the image of women that you might see on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, uh, or of a woman Alex Rodriguez might date every six months, or what have you. I mean, he's, he's women gone. are under he's constant pressure to look live and you know. Uh, and, and Michelle, my bell's out there saying if you eat the roots and the tree bark and the berries and all this cardboard stuff, you'll live longer, be healthier, and you won't be obese. Okay, fine. Show us. Why don't you just take my OxyContin, you fat Haven't fuck. seen any evidence here that the uh, if, if that advice is being followed, that it works. How big is Michelle? Is Michelle Obama a giant fucking, fatty? Folks, 
I just I just don't understand why they can demand we do this like, and demand we do yeah. this and demand we do that, but <laughs> yeah. show us. He's such a fucking Four ass kids clown. Are living in food deserts, <laughs> parents are unemployed, kids got no place to go other than the mall. Hang around for scraps at the Orange Julius place. Maybe get some papaya juice out there, and then they hear about Michelle, my bell, and the kids. Fifteen hundred calories per rib serving, one hundred forty-one grams of fat. I'm just saying. Uh, Sad thing is, he knew that. Mom and dad unemployed. Kids in the food court, hoping for some drips of papaya juice, and there they are, eating ribs, skiing in Vail. That's because she's the wife of the fucking president. I just they have I just, money. I just don't. I just don't. What 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 was? I just that? don't understand why how he considers himself to be a serious person, and he just wastes so much fucking time on this. Well, stuff. this fat asshole who is hooked on oxycontin is going to criticize somebody. He's going to because of course it's stupid, and of course you know she's not saying never eat ribs. Oh, she's saying she's saying she's, eat cardboard she's and bark saying, and berries. She's saying have a balanced diet and exercise. Okay, yeah, get out. Isn't it get, get moving get, or something? Yeah, the, get away from you know. The you know games TV, and TV games and, and stuff like that. Yep. Go out and do something. Yeah. Okay. She's not saying don't eat ribs and rush. You fucking know this. You fucking know this. But you just talk to your base. You're such a fucking ass. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I just don't fucking understand why he wastes his time like this. Because he needs to fill is it three or four hours every day? Exactly. And he runs out of shit to talk about. There's a reason we only do this show once a week. Oh, we run Jesus out of shit Christ. to talk about. Can you Our imagine? shows are two and a half hours long. We run out of stuff to talk about. We make shit up for the we, We've already of... run out of stuff exactly. to talk about. But, but can you imagine if we were a morning show and we I, had to do this God, every day? I'd have to read the paper and I don't have time for that shit. I mean, we can only talk about Modern Family for so long and argue about shit. You I know, know that, but like, I just we're not like, really arguing about But you know what it is, though? You, but the thing is, though, there's some fucking idiots out there who listen to him going, yeah, bitches eating ribs. It's just like... Well, you people just fucking listen to yourselves. Yeah. It, it, who cares? Jesus. Who cares? Fucking you know, Christ. Michelle Obama carries a gun show around with her everywhere she goes. She yeah. is in shape. She may be the best looking first lady since Lincoln's wife. <laughs> Lincoln's <laughs> wife? I'm just guessing. I don't know. No, I know. But like, like, what's the problem? Really? What? 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 I don't get it. I know it's, but it's a waste of time. For but him he to needs talk about something it. to exactly. bitch about. Exactly, it's stupid. What's he going to do? Is is he going to alienate his base and side? He's not. Against, he's got a bunch against, of no, dumb, no. He's got a bunch of narrow-minded motherfuckers out there going, "Yeah, bitches eating ribs." But is, is so. But if he came out against the the whole Wisconsin thing and he came out against unions. He alienates his base because exactly. people aren't so dumb that Ugh. they would side with him when their livelihood is at stake. Oh, he's such a tool. So, <sighs> oh, this is no big surprise either. U.S. decades behind other countries in parental leave. Yeah, that's not a. Big I surprise. think we talked about this two years ago. Yeah, it does. It's it's. Not but a I, I thought I would. I thought I would just read it a little bit. We could discuss it. Um, let's see. Americans often take pride in the way their nation differs from others. But one distinction, lack of a nationwide policy of paid maternity leave, is cited in a new report as an embarrassment that could be redressed at low cost and without harm to employers. Despite its enthusiasm about family values, the U.S. is decades behind, or 
streets behind. Yeah. <laughs> Other countries and ensuring the well-being of working families, says said Janet Walsh, deputy director of the Women's Rights Division of Human Rights Watch. Being an outlier is nothing to be proud of in a case like this, she added. Human Rights Watch, based in New York, focuses most of its investigations on abuses abroad. But on Wednesday, with the release of a report by Walsh on work and family policies in the U.S., it takes the relatively unusual step of critiquing a phenomenon affecting tens of millions of Americans. The report, Failing Its Families, says at least 178 countries have national laws guaranteeing paid leave for new mothers, while the handful of exceptions include the U.S. I don't know if that's Switzerland or Swaziland. It says Swaziland and Papua New Guinea. Maybe Swaziland. Maybe. Uh, More than 50 nations, including most Western countries, also guaranteed paid leave for new fathers. Past efforts in Congress to enact a paid family leave law have floundered, drawing opposition from business lobbyists who say it would be a burden on employers. Instead, there is the 1993 Family and Medical Leave Act, which I am well-versed in now, (laughs) which enables workers with new children or seriously ill family members to take up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave. And if you work for a woman named Michelle at a movie theater, you get fired after that. By excluding companies with fewer than 50 employees, it covers only about half the workforce, and many who are covered cannot afford to take unpaid leave. And next paragraph is millions left out. Leaving Leaving paid leave to the whim of employers means millions of workers are left out, especially low-income workers who may need it most, said Walsh, citing federal estimates that only 10% of private sector workers have paid family leave benefits. None of this is a surprise. When we watched, um, when we screened Sicko, we got a taste of what they do in France and what they do in England. Yeah. And it is streets ahead of what we do. Yeah. I'm going to start, I'm going to try to use that. (laughs) Streets ahead. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're streets behind. I've heard it. I don't know where it, what its origin is. What? Streets. Oh, that's um, that's uh, Pierce on Community. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... You know what the problem with the government is? Hands down, the number one biggest problem with the government. They all just want to get reelected. No, oh, okay. I was thinking lobbyists. That stands in the way more than anything else. Yeah. I don't even know how... uh, How are they even legal? Freedom of speech. Yeah, but then they they give gifts, they give cash donations. And there are rules about those things. But it's like buying extra votes. Uh Uh-huh. So companies not only are treated like people by the judgment of the Supreme Court, but through lobbyists. Yeah. Just the they shouldn't even be because there. you know who makes up the rules about wh- what lobbyists can do. <laughs> the people who are being who are having their dick sucked by the lobbyists. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to see how much money people get outside of their income yeah. from lobbyists. The healthcare industry alone spent millions and millions of dollars. Just last year before last? Last year. It was last year. It's just fucking ridiculous. system is so, so fucking backwards. Yep. I don't know. I had more stuff here, but I can't think of any of it. 
So I was just noticing on HM uh, on IMDb that there is a story that uh, they're because of Charlie Sheen, they're shutting down two and a half men for the rest of the season. You know what? He should pay those people out of his own money. He offered to pay a third, but they called his bluff, and they're shutting down for the rest of the season. Really? So he yeah. lied about it? No, I don't think he lied about it. I just think they. Well, when they call you, when you say they, they called his I'm bluff, I'm just reading the article. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that's that's so bad. Yeah. I don't even. So they're gonna shut down for the rest of the season. I'll be amazed if that show comes back with him as as the star. Like I said last week, right? You got. I can't believe it. You just get rid of him. Yeah. Hey, guess what, dude? You fucked up. But I can't imagine where. I'm sorry. He's a big part. I don't know how much you watch that show, but no, I know he's he's the funny. I'm sorry. Uh, nothing to be sorry about, right? He's more of the funny than John Cryer. How the hell do I have 31 messages on Facebook? That Ugh. cannot be right. That's not right. Okay. Oh, so. Hey, I'm finally the mayor of shit on Foursquare. Yeah, big deal. I know, right? But Foursquare? Yeah. I was done with Foursquare a long time ago. Apparently, you can't be the mayor of something if you don't have a picture loaded in. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting, huh? All right, I think we need to do another break, and then we'll come back, and we'll see what the hell's going on. Here's the other um, Dead Milkmen song I was thinking of. Far 
beyond anything your mind could ever conceive. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Hello, this is Abe Sapien. Also, it's Doug Jones. And you are listening to... Are you serious? What, are you serious? Choosing a family movie is tough. It seems like all Hollywood can do is make mindless drivel that rots kids' brains. Who wants to see a movie like... What my dad watched when he was a kid. Those films are so boring and the special effects are horrible. The movies he grew up with are... Sometimes a big surprise. I at times feel uncomfortable watching movies I loved when I was younger with my own kids because I forgot how much cursing, sex, and violence they showed back then. All we want to do is watch a fun movie that we all like. That's why we created Family Movie Night. A podcast where we review movies from an adult perspective. And from a kid's perspective. So you can find movies for your whole family to enjoy. We review new movies. Old childhood favorites. Cult and foreign films. And Godzilla. So check out Family Movie Night on the web at fmnpodcast.com. Or find us on iTunes. Bye! Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we have to sacrifice a few hours a week to podcast about whatever you find important, but we think you're crazy asking us to write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of us is a podcast about other podcasts. A podcast about television. A podcast about films. A podcast about music. A podcast about books. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Podcast Podcast. The Podcast Podcast is your one-stop source for all the podcasts on the internet. Each week we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes so that you can decide if you should check them out or keep on moving. Find us at thepodcastpodcast.com or search for us in the iTunes store by looking for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. Forget about me. Figuratively, not literally, if you're listening to the show. Of course, All if right. you're not listening to the show, I want to know how you heard that song. So, so, uh, so we got some Oscar stuff going on here. Hold on. It says my Amazon order shipped. I need to interrupt the show to check that. It says it's shipped. There's not a lot you can do, except I wanted to know what I ordered. A couple things. Alrighty so. then. All right, we're gonna go through the Oscars real quick because it doesn't need anything more than just real quick. All right, so. Um, so. So you want me to read off category and you just, yeah. I mean, do we need to go through all of them? In no, each just category? go through the big ones. No, I mean like every nominee. <laughs> or do you just want to go um, through and like pick some of them what may, it's going to be? Some of them I may, I may need to right, remind well, you who's nominated. So best picture, 
King's Speech. Yeah, I agree. Uh, best director? Um, the dude who directed King's Speech. Yeah, because I may actually... I'm uh, I'm thinking... You're going to want Chris Nolan. People are going to think no, David Fincher I'm for thinking, Social Network. I'm thinking Aronofsky. No. I would pick him. No. But, um, so, actress. Natalie Portman. I could see that. I'd like to see uh, Jennifer Lawrence. but No, it's Natalie Portman. Um, it's my fucking pick. I'm just telling you, you're wrong. I'm saying I'd like to see. All right, calm the fuck down there, Skippy. Don't call me Skippy. All right, bucko. Actor. Uh, Colin Firth. Yeah. Supporting actress. That's a tough one for me. It's a toss-up between Amy Adams and um, Melissa Leo. I'm going with the girl from True Grit. Every once in a uh, while, the Academy likes to give it to a young actress. Yeah. Supporting actor. Oh, Christian by the way, her, her name is uh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. It's going to be Christian Bale. You think Best, so? Could, yeah, supporting actor, most definitely. Yeah, I'm going to go with Renner in the town. No. I'm going to go with Renner in did the you, town. Did you see the town? No. I didn't. I didn't Did you see, see the fighter? No. Okay. So. so, best animated I know. You know, Toy Story Three. Yeah, it's gonna Dragon is what That's I want. Gonna is win. what I want to win. But you know what? They'll give it to Illusionist. No, best foreign language film. Beautiful. Hmm. I'll go with Dogtooth. That's been getting a lot of a lot of good talk. Original screenplay. I'd have to say Inception. Because um, I have a tough time. Yeah. King's Speech was nominated, right? It was. And I have a tough time with that being original screenplay only because it's based on historical events. So, right. I mean, it's a great... I, I, I well, think so the, is The Fighter. Right? Yeah, but so. I'd still... But uh, but still, uh, I mean, for the same reason. Right, that right. That it's, it's, it's historical events. So, yeah. you know, it's just putting those down to paper. I I'm not. I'm not... You know, taken away from what they did, but no. I just think that like pure creativity. Yeah, I mean, Inception was. I think that's phenomenal. that's what Inception will win. There's a, another one or two. Exactly, I think that it'll win. It'll probably win some tech stuff. Yeah, so, uh, adapted is Social Network. I would think so. And uh, the big question everybody has, and I haven't bothered to look it up because I like my funny answer better, is what was Toy Story three adapted from? I would love to know. Like, how, I don't get that at uh, all. Well, it's adapted from Toy Story two. Moving on. Best documentary really? feature. Well, no. no. That's <laughs> Best a Best documentary joke. feature. It's a funny joke. Uh, through the gift shop. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. That was good. I started to watch it, but it was really late and I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> Best original song? Uh, Toy Story 3. Yeah? Randy yeah. Newman? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, original score? Inception. I don't think Inception should be in there for original score. Why? Because Dark Knight wasn't allowed in there for original score either because it reused music. It doesn't matter if you speed up or slow down the piece of music. It's not your original music. Well, it's been nominated, correct? It's It has, which, okay. is, which is weird. It's going to be Social Network. Thank Yes. That one I'm sure of. Huh. Uh, editing. It's a fucking crime that Inception's not here because... To keep those three storylines going yeah. at the pace they were going yeah. and still have you be interested in them. Uh, whatever. So I would say Black Swan. Yeah, I'd go that way. Because 
you know, the descent into madness. If if you don't do it right, yeah. you've screwed it up. And it, Did you and see that? Terrible. No. <laughs> I can guess, though, right? Yeah, I no. mean, <laughs> uh, visual effects. This is weird. Iron Man 2, Inception, Hereafter, Harry Potter, Part 1, and Alice in Wonderland. Did you say Inception? I did. I'd go Inception. Inception, I think, definitely deserves it just for that hallway fight. That hallway fight was awesome. That was the that was the most amazing thing I'd seen in a theater probably since like the Matrix, because that was brand new at the time too. Uh, cinematography: Black Swan, Inception, King's Speech, Social Network, and True <coughs> True Grit. I don't know. I'm gonna go with True Grit. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, sound mixing: Inception, King's Speech, Salt, Social Network. And True Grit. I'm going to go with Inception on that one, too. Yeah, Sound editing. Inception, Toy Story 3, Tron Legacy, True Grit, or Unstoppable. Now, editing is different than mixing. So, I'm going to go with Tron. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Okay. Costume design? King's Speech. Yeah, I want to say Alice in Wonderland because it was like fanciful and shit, but no, it's always the, the British right. monarchy that wins, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, art direction, Alice in Wonderland, Harry Potter, Inception, King's Speech, True Grit. King's Speech. You know what? I think they'd give it to Alice in Wonderland for that. Alice in Wonderland's not going to get anything. It doesn't deserve it. It's not going to get anything. But there was some good design work done. I don't there. think it would get anything. What did you say? King's Speech. I'm going to go with True Grit for some reason. I don't know. I would have liked to have seen Tron in there. I would have liked to have seen Scott Pilgrim in any fucking category here. Editing. Scott Pilgrim was fun, but visual fun. Effects, none of it is Oscar-worthy. It, that and Tron should have been competing for visual effects. That's that's all I have to say. Makeup. Barney's version, The Way Back, and The Wolfman. In Barney's version, did they do old man makeup on him? Uh... Yes. Then that's going to win. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what wins. But it was right? all really subtle. Well, that's that's good. That's good. If you did, I, t- I saw that movie. Did yeah, I we talk talked about, about that, that last week. week yeah. Uh, short film, live action. No idea. The uh, third one. God of Love. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Wish One Forty Three. Best documentary short subject: Killing in the Name, Poster Girl, Strangers No More, The Sun Comes Up, and Warriors of Kulang. Warriors of Kulang. Okay, I'll go with that too. Sure. Best short film animated, Day and Night. Day and Night. The Gruffalo. Let's pollute the lost thing at Madagascar, Carnet de Voyage. I'm going to go with The Gruffalo. I'm going to go with Day and Night. Yeah, that's a Pixar Pixar thing. (laughs) All right, so we have some feedback about Oscars. Yes, we do. What do we got there? Uh, Let's see. This is from Jay, who won last year, right? Jay, I think he did. Just in case you wanted to know. uh, They just snuck up on us. That's why we didn't solicit. Here's a list of uh, um, his choices. He says that we would overlap again, but um, we don't. (laughs) Um, He said, best picture, social network, best director, Fincher, best actor, Colin Firth, actress, Portman. Christian Bale, Haley Steinfeld. This is, there's a lot of overlap there. Yeah. With not not both of us, but one of us. Yeah. In, in, in Animated, Toy Story 3, King's Speech, 
for art direction, cinematography, uh, Roger Deakins for True Grit. Yeah, eh, yeah. maybe. Um, it's the big open vistas that they go for. I know, huh? So predictable. I hope. Uh, documentary <laughs> short. I like this. Warriors of Quiet Gang. Yeah. Yay for guessing. Film editing, social network. Another tough one. 127 could make it. Apparently, Inception edited itself, and no one saw Scott Pilgrim, the actual best edited movie of 2010. I don't know. I don't know if I disagree with that. Um, <laughs> you don't know if you disagree with that? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I just don't think that should have been. Oh, short film animated. He's saying the Madagascar one. Fuck off Pixar. Spread the love. I'd totally give it to Pixar. But he picked Toy Story 3. I know. <laughs> um, screenplay adapted. Social network. Screenplay original. King's Speech. Hmm. Um, I can see those. Although the pesky lesbians could make a play here. The Kids Are All Right was a boring fucking, de- just not good I don't movie. understand why it's there. And I don't think a lot Neither of people understand it. It was not either. that good. Because I was talking with some people, and they said, you know, it could have been done with a straight couple. It didn't matter. Is it because there's lesbians in it that that, that it's getting all this, like, you know, buzz? Well, you know what? It was it was good for. They're not a even real lesbians. They're acting like lesbians. Okay, I'm just saying um, they can't was, hire actual gay actresses to to play the role. Apparently, they you know, but you know, the thing is, all though, right. real lesbians would not be a draw to the film. Do you want to go see a movie with Annette Benning and the other lady, or do you want well, to, just, or you want to go see a movie with, you know, Billy? I would watch a movie with Annette Benning and the other girl twenty years ago. Yeah, now it's like, eh, okay, but they're not going to be nobody. You know, you could get great lesbian actors. Yeah, who and no then, one knows, and, and then no the movie would be it. authentic, and it would have a different feel, and it would come out of nowhere, and it would be great. No, it would. Instead, it's just a a forgettable story. Bad script. Uh, Anyway, we have other feedback. Well, we're not at feedback yet. We're not. No, we did Oscars because it was pages. So, um, I think I think that's all we're gonna do with that. What do you think? We good there? We'll do the break. Are you gonna watch the Oscars? I'm kind of. uh, I saw 127 hours. Did I talk about that? Yes, you did. I liked it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's one more uh, fishbone song. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? 
We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the girls on film radio. A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there uh, that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio. Girlsonfilm.podomatic.com Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film, and it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies, and if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune in to Mill Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Of Night of the Living podcast. Is Andy home? Oh, me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. His computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, Palaver. Whatever, I think... Palaver. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Maybe we should get the hell out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys. You ready to record? (laughs) If you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living podcast at NOTLP.com. I need to do to log into Verizon. <laughs> Are we back? Yeah, we're back. We're back. So, uh, what do you got there? What do I got where? You got you got an email there? Oh, we do have an email here. It says, this is from Ed. The link I sent last week was somber and depressing. Sorry, Frank. That's what <laughs> happens when I skim something half remember 
I half remember from my drive into work. You know what, though? It was interesting. So that's yeah, that's always go. a plus. This is a fun one. Short and sweet with a saturated heart of gold. Right. I'm trying to call it up here. Is this one titled Magic Motherfucker? Mm, no, that was I thought that was my. Uh... Look at the title of the email. Yes, it is. Okay. No, it's funny because I did a I did a Facebook thing the other day that just said magic motherfucker. Uh okay. I have the article here. Should I? Should, are, are you done reading that? It now? says uh, this says uh, a pizza every day. Is this lady the world's oldest college freshman? Can't hate too much though. Just glad she's okay. All right, enough with the fuzzies. Keep up the good work, Ed. So let's read this story. Pizza diet or something. Pizza diet may have saved life of woman when Domino's driver noticed she missed daily order. Okay. Pepperoni pizza. May, pepperoni. What the fuck is wrong with me? Pepperoni pizza may not lower your risk of heart disease, but the greasy, gooey treat could still save your life. A Domino's delivery driver rescued an elderly customer after realizing the Tennessee woman who always placed an order for a large, thin crust pepperoni pizza hadn't called in uh, days. Thin crust? Gene Just... Wilson, 82 of Memphis had placed the same order every day for the past three years. Wow, she likes pizza. We make her pizza every day before she can call, before she even calls, because we know she's going to call, delivery driver Susan Guy told WMC-TV. Guy grew concerned and insisted her bo- to her boss on Monday that she go to Wilson's home and check on her. When no one answered Wilson's door, Guy called police who discovered Wilson lying on the floor inside. The woman, who lives alone, had fallen on Saturday and when was able to get up and call for help. Where's her medical alert bla- bracelet? Seriously? I've fallen and I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> Wilson is recovering in a hospital from minor injuries. Investigators said it's possible her pizza diet saved her life. Guy is being praised as a hero. I'm overwhelmed, she said. I'm just a pizza deliverer. That's all. Wow. God, it's There's a video. Look. Shall we listen to that? Yeah, we're going to see video of this old woman being put Door. in an ambulance. Only on five, you saw this elderly <coughs> woman rescued from her Excuse home me. thanks to this pizza delivery driver and awesome the woman standing like in order of one pizza a day <laughs> hey, for it the past my pizza. three years. Now a medical alert company wants to help. Action News 5's Nick Kinney is last night with the story. Nick. After three straight years of pizza, perhaps you'll find a friend at the bottom of a box. Domino's says it plans to send delivery driver Susan Guy on an all-expense-paid trip and honor her at an awards where? banquet in May after she helped save a life. Domino's Pizza corporate officials paid a visit to delivery driver Susan Guy. I'm overwhelmed and nervous. Because of Guy, 82-year-old Jean Wilson was rescued on Monday. She's ordered pizza every day for the past three years. Guy often delivers it. When Wilson hadn't ordered in three days, Guy raced to her house, banged on the door and windows, and then called 911. Police broke in and found Wilson had fallen on Saturday and could not get up, get to the phone, or get help. Guy's initiative got the attention of Domino's Regional Vice President Scott McLeod, based in Georgia. I said, Lord, I've got to come by and see her and meet her, shake her hand and say thanks. You Lord know, said, stay where you are and make more pizza. The best way that you possibly could. The story resonates elsewhere, too. This email from Woodstock, Alabama says, in part, it's a true inspiration. A, we need more people like this, and it brought tears to my eyes. Another email brought us to safe incorporated her story just kind of touched us safe sells life century systems for seniors if they can't call for help 
Safe is also One getting a, a free commercial now. right Owner now. Kevin Ruxton yeah. hopes to give the system and service to Gene Wilson. If she ever falls again, uh, she can press the button and we'll make sure help gets to her right away. Free of charge. Free of charge. The device could provide another lookout, that is, in addition to Susan Guy. This is something to me that seems just as normal as night and day, and yet it's this big news story. Who can't believe all the fuss. Wilson is recovering at St. Francis Hospital. Guy says the two have spoken by phone and that she can't wait to deliver the next pizza, which Domino says will be on the house. Reporting live, Nick Kenny. How's she going to get up there? <laughs> Christ, she probably <laughs> broke her hip. Can't do that. That's just fucking mean. You know what though? I'm because I'm, I'm a cynical asshole. Oh the, yeah. The thoughts going through my head were slow fucking news day. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is Tennessee. Um, yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, slow news day. The medic alert guy just got a free fucking commercial. <laughs> and you know what, yeah. motherfucker? You want to make sure that people are safe. Okay. Why don't you give a dozen of them away for free? Yeah, yeah, lower the price. You know, yeah, lower the price. Do it for free, you piece of shit. <laughs> it's not his fault. He's got to make a living. No, anyway, but he jumped on this. He was glad about it. He's just like, I'm going to get, get hey, on the news. Hey, there was an opportunity to increase his business and do some good. So hey, good for him, right? All right, whatever. All right, I don't want to read this Charlie Sheen shit. I think the guy should be just fucking locked up in rehab for the rest of his life. But, but here, here's the thing. You know what? You know what? I don't think he should be locked up in rehab. You, you, you know why? Here's the thing. All right? Okay. Do I feel bad for? The, I mean, his his shenanigans are getting you know are fucking shenanigans. up. Shenanigans, like he's a monkey. But but here's the thing, you know what? What's he doing? He's doing drugs and drinking and, and whoring and imprisoning prostitutes. Okay, you know what though? He's not the only one. He's hurting is himself with his activities. It is it affecting people at work, and that's the unfortunate part. That so he is right? hurting. Other so people. he is hurting other people. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he should be locked up. No, he should be fired. Yeah, fire and him. And that's it. And fire just, him and, they and, should, they and should move on. Move the show on, see how exactly. long they can keep it going, and then Big Bang can take its place. Be Big Bang and How I Met Your Mother. That's the same channel, right? Yeah. I only watch one of those shows. So, um, but it's just like, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty bad when Lindsay Lohan is like, I'm really worried about Charlie Sheen. He's kind of out of he hand. He gave advice to Lindsay Lohan. I just think it's like, you know what? The guy's he's he's not married. Why is he an asshole? Because just because if he's giving advice to Lindsay Lohan. You know what though? That's it that's idiotic. That's hilarious. That's like Kevin Smith giving pot advice to Woody Harrelson. Oh, you should stop, dude. Come on. Neither one of them would say that to the other. I know, but that's how ridiculous it is. I, you know what though? I don't fault Charlie Sheen. You know, it's unfortunate. Really, that it's you up don't people fault him for the decisions he made that led to people losing their jobs. Probably hundreds of people losing their jobs. That ad revenue, syndication, that part, but, but, but here's here, here's the thing. You know what? One, okay, this shit's been going on for a very long time. So if anybody wants to be concerned about these people's jobs, yeah. okay, they should have done like. The producers and the show should have done some about this shit okay, long ago. Okay, I'll give you that. Right? I'll give and you that. if anything, they should have not let so much of this show rest on the shoulders of someone who yeah. is so erratic. They, that's they the first should thing. have written okay? him but that's, lighter. But, that, but yeah. that's one thing. But for the shit that he's doing, yeah. 
You know, I don't give a fuck. That's like saying, yeah, you know, Lindsay. No, Lohan, in the grand scheme of things, I don't, I don't, I don't care. care. Let, him, let him kill himself. I don't care. I, I don't. You know, Whatever. I don't care. You yeah. know, he's not hurting anyone. Well, he's. Do- He's, we already agreed well, that he is. Well, besi- but you know what I mean, though. His cocaine is not affecting anybody else. Him fucking porn stars is not, you know, it he's is, not it cheating is on his wife. You know What? Is he married? No. Oh, okay. Okay, he's not cheating on a wife. The guy's going, he's going, his personal life's a fucking disaster. Yeah. Right? But that's no different than anybody else's personal life. You know, Lindsay Lohan, her her, her shenanigans, I love the word shenanigans. Uh, You know, sure, it stops production of a movie, but quite frankly, that's the business you're in. Okay? I just don't hire them. That's what I don't understand. They have a problem. Nobody hired Robert Downey Jr. until he fucking cleaned up. Not necessarily true. I I'm, mean, he he had general. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like the producers. He, well, D- Robert Downey Jr. He like hit a point where people are like, "All right, dude, you, you're done. That's it." But but the thing with, with with Charlie Sheen. All right, this has been going on for a long time. Oh, yeah. All right, and they kept throwing money at him. Okay. Yeah. Great. But they should have been thinking. You know what? Charlie's going down a road that a lot of people aren't going to come back from. Yeah. We should start thinking about writing him out of the show. I think they would have just if he died. What, they what did just they do? Ended it. What did they do? They, they they're gonna they're gonna just you know what, like just keep throwing money at him. They keep renewing his contract yeah. because because y- you know what it's th- it's within their interest too. People enjoy watching his character on that show. Yeah, and there's, so there's, they're like, there well, we're just gonna, Hollywood we'll just will, keep going. They will run a person into the ground exactly. so they can make money. But off you know, of but them. but here's the thing: they're not running. He's running himself into the ground. But if they're still paying him. They're allowing him to do it. But who's to say what he should do with his money? Uh, nothing illegal or nothing that affects production of the show. I mean, that's, if, if that's you're doing easy. something, your boss can't tell you how to spend your money. Well, if, it's, if my drug habits start affecting my job, he can. Yeah, by firing you, which is what they should exactly. have done to him. Right. A while I don't think ago. we're disagreeing. We're just kind of all over the place. I think that they should. I just don't think it's it's. I don't. Th- I mean, the guy wants to run around with porn stars and do cocaine. That's, that's fine. More that's power fine. to you, you motherfucker. Know what? Be You're able bot? to show up at work. He was saying some shit about how good actors can show up fucked up, like hungover or whatever, and um, they'll have their marks moved so they can lean against shit. And Kevin Smith was talking about this on yeah. the show, and he's like, "You know what? Good actors show up and they do their fucking job." Exactly. And that's coming from a guy that worked with Jay. He's yeah, like, Jay he, he, never did that. Right. Well, he put he went through a lot of shit with Jay. Yeah. So, but Jay always like did what he needed to do. As much as I no, no, Jay had a lot of problems. He on, had on a lot set. of problems, but you know, he didn't clean up till less than a year ago. Oh, I know, <laughs> but he did his job. He didn't say, "Oh, move my mark so I can lean against this wall." No, but he did. There were plenty of times that he didn't show up. <laughs> For a day of shooting, yeah. so that's that's a little bit more inconvenient than moving somebody's mark. That's true. That's so, true. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a toss up, isn't it? I mean, if you think about it, if you have everything all marked out, I mean, you can you can lose a half a day and move to other shots with other actors. But if you have an actor that's just stumbling through his shit, you've lost the whole day with that exactly. person. So uh, it's like fifty fifty. Whatever. Fucking guy's going to be dead in three months. He's going to, the show's going to shut down. He did rehab in his house. That's like saying, <laughs> I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes by smoking cigars. <laughs> exactly. 
fucking retarded. But I just like, you know what? Let the guy crash and burn. Oh, God, he's going to do more than burn, isn't he? He's thinking, great, now I don't have to worry about the show anymore. I get more money than I know what to do with, okay? I'm going to yeah. buy a bigger house and put a porn star in every fucking... Closet. In every closet. Everyone... <laughs> and there's going to be fucking locks on all of them. You know how some people have TVs in every room? He's going to get a blowjob in every room. It's yeah. going to be so fucking funny. Yep. All right. So have uh, have you seen the poll numbers from Scott? I think I think there have been preliminary poll numbers for this campaign. No, I I have not. No, we've been kind of busy. We haven't even we haven't even countered last week's ad. We've I been know. so busy. So let's see what the hell he's got going on here. It's not going to be good. <laughs> this is U.S. News at Ten with your host John Simmons. Hello, I'm John Simmons. Here's our U.S. News top story. Recent preliminary polls suggest presidential candidate Chris Brickelheimer and Frank Hauser are currently leading the polls against Reverend Scott and Devin Farisee by nearly 3% of the vote. When asked for comment, Reverend Scott responded, This is bullshit. Did Florida count those votes? There's no fucking way I'm losing to those righteous tards. This is Devin's fault. He's holding me back. I'm dropping that bag. Get this fucking thing out of my face. <laughs> That's Pretty two high. running mates he's I'm presidential yeah. candidate Reverend Scott Due to recent events beyond my control I'm currently without a running mate <laughs> But don't worry I feel this will make my campaign even stronger in the future So vote for me in 2012 Because not only in God do we trust But in Reverend Scott do we trust Reverend Scott may trust in God but your presidential hopefuls, Chris and Frank, obviously do not. <laughs> and go so far as to compare God to John Wayne Gacy. God's a serial killer. Yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking second coming of God. You know, genocidal maniac. He decides who lives or dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um... Reverend Scott has already created 56,000 new jobs for poor and homeless in his area. Meanwhile, Chris's stance stays the same. And I'm all for jobs. For rich people. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the rest of you. Do you really want a president that was reported to have paid quote-unquote priest to molest Reverend Scott as a child and then mock him to respond? And now Scott is coming out and saying that he was abused by priests the first time he uh, said uh, it. You know, do something about it. Uh, he won't. This wouldn't be the first time that Chris and Frank have promoted sexual abuse and rape, such as Chris and Frank's new campaign stance on changing our U.S. military. Corrective rape for lesbians. <laughs> lesbians can be cured by male soldiers. Using what they have coined. Overwhelmingly straight warriors. They go on to say. Once all the lesbians are easily accessible in one place, an army of straight dudes will turn them all straight, presumably through that time-tested tactic of sub subduing and impregnating women against their will. The ultimate warriors should be able to fuck the hot lesbians, but leave the ugly lesbians to the motor oh. pool. <laughs> and that they will promote and actually encourage lesbians to join the military Yes, so that in addition to all the other things that the ultimate warriors are doing yes. to fuck the gay out of them. <laughs> yes. Reverend Scott finds this stance appalling and firmly stands behind our military, a strong symbol of America known the world over. This is a harsh contrast to Chris and Frank, who are quoted in saying, Our military is like the Nazi Nazis. regime. When confronted about when the stance on that? Adolf Hitler, Chris responded with, Generously described as a morally ambivalent stance on the whole Hitler thing. <laughs> and look at that, it comes right back to bite us in the ass. <laughs> Most things do. <laughs> Indeed it has. 
So remember, vote for Reverend Scott this 2012. He stands for America, jobs for those of all economic backgrounds, and our military to stay the way it is, free of Nazi ultimate warrior lesbian fuckers. And also remember to tell everyone you meet that Chris and Frank support the second coming of Hitler and the Third Reich. I'd like to say that the Are You Serious podcast uses exclusively Nazi products. Yeah. We help the Nazis to stay healthy. <laughs> Paid for by friends of Reverend Scott, the candidate that doesn't support Nazis. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I think this is going to hurt our poll numbers. <laughs> I don't know. We could we could we could show a real strong support in Arizona. Okay, so we lose them in Poland and we do better no, no, in Arizona. No, no, no. We'll tell Poland what to think. Well, I was just worried about our poll numbers. <laughs> I don't know what stripper to poll s- numbers, however, are doing really well. Stripper poll numbers are great. Yeah. They're so dirty. Wow. He took a very serious serious story about people thinking that they can like fuck the gay the, out of people yeah and he made it kind of funny that's awesome i just want to point out we covered that like seriously and we were appalled by it well so. i just i just think that it it um it just proves what what i believe to be true is that um like like something serious plus time is is humor <laughs> well especially when you take it out of context and completely out of context and put it in a form that's completely irrelevant to the original topic no so kidding, um huh? So don't believe anything you ever hear. <laughs> Pretty much what it comes down That's to. That's our new campaign slogan. Don't believe anything you hear, except this. Especially from our side. <laughs> really? <laughs> We're so full of shit. Now I'm just saying things that I know he's going to cut into, into a thing. <laughs> well, then you got to say penis. Penis. So... <laughs> Um, oh, so I did a, um, I did a, a show the other day Yeah, and, um, my character plays this heir to a, um, like an airline conglomerate kind of thing. Okay. So there's, um, one of the, the items in question that I was trying to find is this statue of a, um, a throttle. It's called the golden throttle. Yeah. So I'm being interviewed, right? I'm being, you know, interviewed by people playing police and I'm playing this character who is trying to get the golden throttle. So... This woman asked yeah. me, she's like, have, wh- wh- what do you know about the Golden Throttle? Right? And I just kind of looked at her. I'm like, it's, um, it's no Minnesota donut handshake. But <laughs> <laughs> she just bursts out laughing. I'm like, office is going to get a phone call on that one. <laughs> I heard Kanye likes it. <laughs> 206-338-3094. Are, Are you serious? Get that gmail.com and are you serious podcast.com and check out palaver and uh get to writing shit on there so i can argue with people motherfuckers bye still there who is this guy walker kind of fat cat union busting attila the hun i mean ooh, that man looks nice <laughs> yes that unthreatening Cy sims advertisement or wherever it is gentiles buy their suits <laughs> is the same governor walker who threatened that if he doesn't get what he wants by friday the streets of madison will run pink with slips
Last night, Walker addressed Wisconsinites with, I'm sure, the kind of hardline rhetoric that will belie his mild, let's say, cheddar-like appearance. I have great respect for those who have chosen a career in government. I really do. Okay, I'm gonna make a point here. <laughs> I really do is a dead giveaway you really don't. <laughs> That's what's known in the business as the convincing clause. I love you. I really do. <laughs> That's why breaking up with you right now is so difficult. <laughs> but go on. In 1985, when I was a high school junior in the small town of Delavan, I was inspired to pursue public service after I attended the American Legion's Badger Boy State Program. You were a Badger Boy? I was a Badger Boy. <laughs> I was a Badger Boy. Dig you badgers towards the light. Always doing what is right. Some have questioned why we have to reform collective bargaining to balance the budget. See, now that is a good question. Why do you have to reform collective bargaining? Because apparently the unions have made the financial concessions that you've asked of them, so long as their right to collective bargaining remains intact. The answer is simple. The system is broken. I tried to use modest changes in pension and health insurance contributions as a means of balancing our budget without massive layoffs or furloughs. On nearly every occasion, the local unions, empowered by collective bargaining agreements, told me to go ahead and lay off workers. That's just not acceptable. Yeah, but now they're saying they will make changes to pension and health insurance contributions, and you're the one threatening to lay people off. And suddenly now that's not acceptable to them. I, Wisconsin, you're freaking me out. <laughs> Besides, unions, even if you're stripped of some of your collective bargaining rights, you're still wearing pants. It's important to remember that many of the rights we're talking about don't come directly from collective bargaining. They come from the civil service system here in Wisconsin. That law was passed in 1905, long before collective bargaining, and it will continue long after our plan is approved. I mean, to change that law, you'd need a state legislature willing to go along with it and anti-union governor. I mean, where are you gonna find, oh. Still, Walker seems straightforward, direct, and genuine in his address on television last night. Less so when explaining his plans to a reporter for an alt-weekly, The Buffalo Beast, who called him up this morning pretending to be one of the Koch brothers, or as you may refer to them, the right-wing brothers Soros, the billionaire duo who financially backed many Republican causes and candidates, including Walker. Not that there's anything wrong with that. An interesting idea that was brought up to me this morning by my chief of staff we won't do it till tomorrow, is putting out an appeal to the, uh, the Democrat leader that I would be willing to sit down and talk to him, but I'll only do it if all 14 of them come back and sit down in the state assembly. Well, actually, you know what? That, that sounds pretty reasonable. I mean, even when he thinks no one's listening, he's, he's talking compromise. I'm sure there's no more to that tape. Once they've gone into session, they don't physically have to be there. If they're actually in session for that day and they take a recess, the, the, uh, the 19 Senate Republicans could then go into action and they'd have a quorum because they started out that way. If you heard that I was going to talk to them, that would be the only reason why. Is what? <laughs> the only reason you were talking to your Democratic counterparts in the state Senate is to trick them? 
Uh, it's getting sleazier, but still in the realm of acceptable political strategy. What we were thinking about the crowds was, uh, was planting some troublemakers. You know, the, well, the only problem with the, because we thought about that. <laughs> Plant troublemakers? You were a badger boy. <laughs> we have sworn to defend Wisconsin from troublemakers and all of Wisconsin's enemies. Oh, Wisconsin. <laughs> no to communists, Islamists, and the lactose intolerant. <laughs> All right, well, look. I bet if we listen to uh, what he says to the fake David Koch, no, we can't bring in troublemakers. That would be wrong morally. That's a reprehensible strategy used by fringe elements and beneath the dignity of the chief executive of Wisconsin. Go Badgers. Let's listen in. My only fear would be is if there was a ruckus caused, is that that would scare the public into thinking maybe the governor's got to settle to avoid all these problems. See, I, I, I want the protesters to look bad, but not so bad that they become a problem that needs solving. <laughs> now, but for those of you who have seen Glenn Beck's take on how these Wisconsin protests play into a much bigger Islamo-socialist conspiracy bent on nothing less than the dawning of a new world order, Take comfort in the fact that there is an equally vast and plausible operation moving the world in the other direction. To the Beckinator! But who is moving the chess pieces in Wisconsin? We know that the Americans for Prosperity organization, backed by the Koch brothers, has now been closely involved in the anti-union protests after spending $5 million almost what I make in an hour to get Scott Walker elected the Koch brother backed RGA is now warning him that unless unions get busted they might not have as much money to send his way in 2014. <laughs> Beck's not wrong and if he was you're not allowed to go on a show and tell him anyway. End of line.